Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. On today's show, we're going to be talking about Brandy Norwood, Selena Gomez, Garcelle Bouvet, uh, actress Gina Davis, Angela Lanbury, and so much more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits, or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347 2656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com slash that's entertainment radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto 14. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S. G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy 67 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for hanging out with me and joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday evening or Wednesday morning, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for all the love and support. So how has everyone been so far? How your week been? Uh, hopefully you had a good week so far. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about uh, Miss Brandy Norwood. Apparently the Grammy-winning artist was hospitalized after suffering a possible seizure. Uh, this is according to reports that came out today. We're going to see what hap- actually happened to her. 
Also, uh, Selena Gomez is very thankful to be alive. I'll tell you why she said that. Uh, and after the o- uh, opening about her experience in her memoir, uh, actress Garcelle Bouvet has shared some uh, brief stunts as a co-host on The View, and I'm telling you, she is giving us the tea, I tell you. And the uh, Academy Award-winning actress, Dina Davis, didn't have the best experience when she was working with actor Bill Murray. I'll tell you what she said. Um, She also uh, wrote something uh, in her new memoir called Dying of Politeness. I'll tell you what she said about the actor. And Angela Lanbury, uh, if you all know, if you have haven't heard, the star of stage and screen, and best known uh, to the television audience as the mystery writer in Murder She Wrote, and as uh, the voice of Mrs. Potts in the Disney Beauty and the Beast. She passed away at her home in Los Angeles. She was 96 years old. We're going to remember uh, this beloved icon. And uh, Oh, and if you guys are a fan of the Real Housewives franchise, especially the Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh, Cynthia Bailey and her husband, Mike Hill, are going their separate ways. Yeah, they they filed for divorce uh, after two years of marriage. And remember seeing them on the show, getting together. This is when right after she um, had divorced Peter, who was her husband on the show, and she met this sports announcer, and you know she at one time she lost all hope for love, and then she met this sports announcer named um, Mike Hill, and everything was going good. But apparently, yeah, it's I guess you know it's it's just it just wasn't the right right moment for them. I guess it just wasn't in the cars. So that's just just the. Some of the stories we're going to uh, cover today. Uh, today might be a very short show um, because I have some business to take care of, but I'm glad you're tuning in regardless. I'm glad you're taking the time out and listening to the show and hanging out with me. Uh, you know this is October. This is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So all for, you, for all the ladies and men out there who um, have not uh Never experienced a, a mammogram. This is the month to do so. Um, you can also find out on the uh, local website, your doctor's office. So make sure you get those mammogram ladies. And some men, too, if you suspect something is going on, if you're feeling a lump, make sure you go ahead and check that out uh, because it's very, very important. And it's, and you can, and, and it's best to catch it in its early stages. So without further ado... Grammy winner Brandy was hospitalized on Tuesday after suffering a possible seizure. This is according to a report that came out today. The 43-year-old singer-actress, whose full name is Brandy Norwood, remained at the Los Angeles hospital today, Wednesday, and is expected to recover. Uh, TMZ, uh, according to TMZ, who reported it, uh, Brandy is said to be accompanied by her parents at the medical center. Emergency officials reportedly responded to the artist's home after receiving a call at around noon on Tuesday. Now, representatives for Brandy didn't immediately respond to a daily news request for comment. The singer family has, hasn't publicly commented on her condition. 
the Mississippi-born entertainer who grew up in Southern California, rose to fame in the 1990s as a dual-threat entertainer known for songs such as The Boy Is Mine and for lending roles in the series Moesha and in the musical film Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella. She has released seven studio albums beginning with her 1994 debut, Brandy. Her most recent album, B7, came out in 2020. Now, Brandy won uh, her share of awards. She won a Grammy in 1999 for The Boy Is Mine, which she released with fellow singer Monica. They shared the Grammy win in the category for Best R&B Performance by a duo or group with vocals. Brandy has received 12 nominations overall at the Grammys, with Nas also coming for Best New Artist in 1996, and most recently for Best R&B Performance for Love Again in 2020. Brandy just addressed her health issues, telling fans, quote, to my beloved fans, friends, and stars, thank you for sending love and light my way. I'm following doctor's orders and getting the rest I need due to dehydration and low amount of nutrition. Thank you for your prayers and support. Grateful for you all. See you soon, unquote. Uh, You know, I remember... um, Something kind of similar happened to Beyonce's younger sister, Solange, uh, where she was at an airport, and I think she had just, maybe she was just getting off of a flight, and uh, she also, uh, she just fainted. She uh, she didn't have a seizure, but she just just fainted. She just, you know, in the middle of the airport, and it was due to, uh, dehydration, and luckily she uh, turned it out to be just fine. But it's serious, you know. It's, it's scary, you know. And Brandy is young, forty-three years old. Uh, you know, it's, it's scary, you know. So um, we're sending our love and prayers to Brandy. You know, um, not only Brandy is a excellent singer, but she's an actress as well. And uh, we just hope she. Uh, you just wish her a speedy recovery. Selena Gomez, Gomez, speaking of health, is thankful to be alive following her health problems. The 30-year-old star has discussed her year-long health struggles in her documentary called Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me. Selena, who has struggling with, uh, struggled with anxiety and depression, said in a clip from the documentary, uh, she said, quote, Just be who you are, Selena. No cares about what you're doing. It's about who I am, being okay with where I am. I am grateful to be alive, unquote. Selena, who also received a kidney transplant in 2017 after being diagnosed with lupus, shot the fame as a child on Barney's and Friends. And although she doesn't want to be super famous, Selena is determined to use her platform to spread positivity. And, you know, Selena Gomez has went through a lot. You know, she had to get a kidney transplant. She had that on-again, off-again relationship with Justin Bieber that wasn't all, that ended up, you know, wasn't too good for her health either. either. And, um, you know, she was able to, uh, after Justin Bieber, she was able to uh, go out and date. She was uh, in a relationship with the the weekend for a short brief time, and uh, she uh, also has that very successful show with um, uh, with um, with Martin Short and Steve Martin about a murder in the building. 
whereas uh, she, when it came to the Emmys, um, her co-stars, uh, Martin and and, and uh, Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short, they received Emmy nomination, but she was kind of snubbed. But, um, yeah, Selena Gomez has been going through a lot, but it's it's good to see she's getting back out there again. She's bouncing back. She has some new music out here. So I'm glad she's she is uh coming about her life very nicely so to so to speak you know um after opening up about the experience in her memoir Garcelle Bouvet has shared more about her brief stunt as a co-host on the view in 2015 claiming get this actress Rosie Perez rubs her the wrong way after kicking her under the show famous table the following day, Perez allegedly visited uh, Garcelle Bouvet in her dressing room, explaining, quote, I kicked you because I wanted you to stop talking, unquote. The proud Haitian beauty also reflected on her treatment by the other women on the daytime talk series, recalling unpleasant moments with Nicole Wallace backstage. Bouvet previously opened up about her experience on The View in her memoir, Love Me As I As I Am, which was published earlier this year. In the self-authored work, the actress remembered the moment with Wallace, Perez, and Whoopi Goldberg. And according to Shadow and Axe, since the book released, the women are all on good terms. The full episode of her spilling the tea about her... her um, Days of being a co-host on The View airs this Sunday, October 16th at 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, and I think it's on, I have to check what, uh, you know, it didn't say what channel, but I believe it's on TV1. It's either TV1 or BET. I have to check on to that. But uh, yeah, and she also talked about um, with that the the scene with um, Nicole Wallace. She said that she um, knew that um, you know Garcelle has two boys, she has children, and she know Nicole has children. So she was trying to make small talk with Nicole, and she was like, "Oh, I, you have children, right?" And she was like, uh, "Yeah." And then she didn't say anything after that. So Garcelle was like, okay, I guess she didn't want me to get in her business, so I'm going to leave it like that. I mean, you know when people, you know, they don't want you to make small talk, they don't want you to know about their business. It shows. It shows by the way they talk, their body uh, their body movement, the way they carry themselves, but uh, yeah, this is going to be interesting to see. I have to find out when uh, this uh, it's called. Um, it's going to be on uncensored. That is the show, and I, I'm surprised I didn't have this in my notes. But I'm, I apologize for that. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, she's going to be on uncensored. So. Uh, Academy Award-winning actress Gina Davis didn't have the best experience working with Bill Murray. The 66-year-old actress has spoken up against the 72-year-old actor-comedian, accusing him of cruel treatment to her when they starred in the 1990 movie Quick Change. Davis, who played Murray's girlfriend in the crime drama, wrote in her new memoir titled Dying of Politeness that the Ghostbusters star insisted upon using a message device called the thumper on her despite her refusal when they first met in a hotel suite. She's told him multiple times, but he wouldn't relent. 
This is what she wrote to People magazine. And according to Davis, Murray placed the thing on her back anyway for a total of about two seconds. In an interview with the Times on the uh, the precipice of her new book release, Davis further recalled her time working with the actor. Davis said that during filming she was waiting on wardrobe when uh, Murray began screaming at her for being late. He allegedly continued to yell as he followed her from her trailer to set in front of a large crowd of cast, crews, and onlookers. Davis told the news outlet the way Murray behaved at the first meeting, she should have walked out of that or profoundly defended herself, in which case she wouldn't have gotten the part. And this is what she said. She said, quote, I could have avoided that treatment if I'd known how to react or what to do during the audition, but, you know, I was so non-confrontational that I just didn't, unquote. The Thelma and Louise star shared that she regret blaming her younger self for the incident as it was Murray who allegedly engaged in the un- un- inappropriate behavior. She said, quote, there's no point in regretting things, and yet here I was regretting. And, yes, exactly, it wasn't my fault, unquote. Right now we have 17 minutes after the hours. You're just tuning in. You're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every Wednesday I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash that's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertainment one. That's T-H-A-T-S. Entertain is the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O. And the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Angela Lanbury the star of stage and screen and best known to television audiences as mystery writer Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote, and who gave voice to the title tune in Beauty and the Beast, died Tuesday at her home in Los Angeles. She was 96 years old. The children of the dam, um, Angela Lansbury, are sad to announce that their mother had died peacefully in her sleep at home in Los Angeles at about 1.30 a.m., on Tuesday, October 11, 2022, just five days shy of her 97th birthday. That's what the family said in the statement. Lansbury was highly a decorated actress. She was awarded an honorary Oscar in 2014 to celebrate her seven-decade film career, and she won six Tony Awards, including this year's Lifetime Achievement Award for her work on the stage. She was nominated for a Grammy Award for her work on the 1993 soundtrack for Beauty and the Beast, in which she voiced Mrs. Potts. While she was most well-known for her TV work, the actress never took home an Emmy, despite receiving a record 18 nominations, including one for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series for each of Murder, She Wrote, 12 seasons. She also won six Golden Globe Awards. And following the end of Murder, She Wrote, Lansbury returned to theater work, earning her fifth Tony Award for Blythe Spirit and two more nominations for Deuce and A Little Night Music. Her eclectic resume led her to receive two stars on the Walk of Fame, one for her movie work and one for her TV work. And in 2014, she was made a Dane by Queen Elizabeth II. 
the actress who divorced first husband Dick Cromwell after less than a year of marriage in 1946 was married to producer Peter Shaw from 1949 to his death in 2003. She is survived by her daughter, Deidre, and son, Anthony. Cynthia Bailey and Mike Hill are going their separate ways. The Real Housewife alum uh, 55 has uh, filed for divorce from the TV host after two years of marriage. The Jasmine brand was the first to report the news of this split. Earlier on Wednesday, Bailey and Hill released joint statements to Entertainment Tonight, and this is what they said. They said, while we both will always have love for one another, we have decided to go our separate ways. We are grateful that we remain good friends and will always cherish the many memories we share together as husband and wife. Many of you have been on this journey with us from the very beginning, and we appreciate our family, friends, and beloved fans for your positive support as we move forward and start new chapters. Thank you for your prayers and well wishes, unquote. Now, Hill and Bailey tied the knot on October 10, 2020. Though Monday was the second wedding anniversary, they did not acknowledge the occasion. Their wedding planning and ceremony was featured in season 13 of the Bravo reality show, which marked Bailey's final season after joining in season 3. Fans also saw Hill propose in season 12 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And uh, Netflix has released the trailer for celebrated writer and film historian Elvis Mitchell for the upcoming film, Is That Black Enough for You? Explain by the streaming giant is both a documentary and a deeply personal essay. The project will feature commentary from Charles Burnett, Samuel L. Jackson, Whoopi Goldberg, Lawrence Fishburne, and Zendaya, and more. The documentary specifically highlights and explores African-American contributions to film releases in the 1970s. Is That Black Enough for You is described as a deep dive into the impact that points of view had on movies as well as popular culture and serve as a love letter to film. Mitchell poses questions that have never been asked, let alone answered. And additionally, Is That Black Enough for You is produced by Steven Sodenberg, David Fincher, Angus Wall, and Sierra Lacey, and Mark Mitchell's directorial debut. Is That Black Enough for You premieres on Netflix on November 11th. And uh, the latest episode of The Shop featuring Kanye West will not air. Uh, and 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 Scope, oh no, I'm sorry, and Scab report that the LeBron James and Maverick Carter produced show has chosen to cancel the forthcoming episode due to Ye's anti-Semitic comments, which also resulted in his Twitter account becoming restricted. Carter continued explaining that Kanye he spoke to before filming all but disappeared as he uh, spewed hateful rhetoric throughout the episode. Additionally, the outlet reported that Ye used the show to double down on his recent tirade against Jewish people, echoing his Twitter sentiment. Other guests featured in the act's episode include shoe designer uh, Salahe Benbury and Atlanta rapper Jeezy. Furthermore, LeBron James wasn't present during the taping of that episode. The cancel episode is just the latest incident involving West's hateful language. And on October the 6th, the fashion designer and artist appeared on Fox News' Tucker Carson, uh, Tucker Carson Tonight. 
during the episode, he disparaged abortion in the black community, further aligned himself with uh, former President Donald Trump, and claimed bots were attacking Lizzo and her weight. It was later revealed on Tuesday that unaired F footage from West's appearance on Carson Carlson uh, was full of more hateful language, according to Motherboard. The unused clip saw West making more anti-Semitic remarks. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time, you know, making a comment about Kanye because we all know that he's too far from gone. And, you know, it's not, it's, it's, I don't know what he's trying to prove. I don't know what he's trying to gain. But it's it's gotten to a point where, you know, Kanye is just out there, too far gone. And you know what? I was talking with a friend, and they were saying that when it comes to politics, you cannot um, go by what some of these entertainers say and do because they – they just going by their personal experience or their personal opinion. You can't really take take it for face value because they're not they're not politicians. They're just entertainers that's trying to express their opinions about certain things and doing certain things. So we can't really take them at face value. And remember, Kanye was thinking about running for for the president of the United States. Thank God that didn't happen because people woke up and saw, you know what, he's trying to make a mockery of the presidency and God knows what else. But, um, you know, I'm not going to spend too much comments on Kanye West because I've been saying for years that Kanye is just out there. He's just too far from gone. And, you know, we, you know, we if you don't like anything that Kanye say or do, don't support this guy because, you know, don't buy his clothes, don't if you don't listen to his music because he, he's he's starting to be dangerous. And he's starting to be dangerous and I'm not kidding. This is this is serious. So uh right now we have here uh twenty six minutes uh after the hour. Uh coming up we're going to be uh, talking about the, uh, oh, Jared Leto. Apparently, he's been cast as to play Carl Lagerfeld in a new biopic. And for those who don't know who Carl Lagerfeld is, he was an a, a excellent designer, fashion designer. He was up there with the likes of uh, Prada, Fendi, uh, all those great. So he's going to be cast as Carl Lagerfeld. I'll tell you about more about it. And uh, Patty Jenkins, the director who uh, directed and wrote Wonder Woman, well, she has completed the script for Wonder Woman 3. I'll tell you more about it. And Jamie Lee Curtis has unveiled that she wants asked for her Halloween character, Lori Strode, to be killed off. Uh, you know she got she's going to be in that uh, the latest installment Hollywood and Halloween ends. I can't talk today, so I'll tell you more about that. And Megan Thee Stallion may need to hire a bunch of security in the future. All those stories and more coming up after the break. So don't you go anywhere.
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Got 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from SG featuring Jack Harlow and Backstage Passes. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Jared Leto. He has been cast as Carl Lagerfeld in a new biopic. The 50-year-old star is set to play the late fashion designer in the movie that he is also set to produce with Emma Ludbrook for their company Paradox. The film is still in the early stages of development and a director is not yet attached, although it does come with the backing of the Carl Lagerfeld Fashion House. It's said to chronicle key relationship in Carl Lagerfeld's life, told through an unpredictable lens, much like the man himself. The late German designer was one of the most recognizable figures in the world of fashion and was often accompanied by his cat, Chopin. He passed away at the age of 85 in February of 2019. Leto has played, uh, reportedly brought three of Lagerfeld's close confidants, including his uh, fashion house chef, executive peer Paolo Rigi, uh, to serve as executive producer on the movie. The Morpheus, uh, the Morpheus star said of the fashion icon, said, quote, my role is to portray him on screen as honestly as possible. With celebrities, most people don't get to see under the surface. They see one or two facets of a person as presented through a public lens. Carl was a human being. We all have beauty with us, and we all have faults. We have masks, and then we have moments when we reveal the mask. I'm always interested in seeing what's behind the mask, unquote. Um, the, you, they, they said that, um, <laughs> that Wonder Woman, uh, Patty Jenkins, has now completed the script for Wonder Woman 3. The 51-year-old filmmaker who directed both DC Extended Universe films featuring Gal Gadot, a superhero, hinted that she is thinking of the future after penning the third movie. And this is what she said. She said, quote, I just wrote last week the final scene of Wonder Woman 3, and I thought I might be interested to see what happens next. So you'll never know. Patty said when speaking of the Matera Film Festival in Italy, they have asked us to think of ways to do more and it's accidentally happened but you'll never know I have a lot of other films that I'm excited to do as well and I love Gal Gadot so that makes it better too unquote now Patty revealed that she had only been planning to make a trilogy of Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman film. Patty has previously indicated that she would not be directing the third movie as the COVID-19 pandemic had caused so much uncertainty in the film industry uh, she also said, quote, I don't think I'm doing it next, so I had to have to sort of wait and see where we are in the world, you know. What I wanted to talk about in Wonder Woman 84 was very precedent to what I was feeling and what you were sort of feeling was coming, so now I'm not sure. So much has changed in the world, unquote. Jamie Lee Curtis has unveiled that she once asked, for her Hollywood, Halloween ca- uh, character, Laurie Strode, to be killed off. 
The actress shot the film playing babysitter Laurie in the 1978 original and has appeared in six of the sequels, including the latest installment, Halloween Ends. But she has now revealed she was hoping for Laurie to meet a sticky end within the first few minutes of the 20, uh, no, the 2002 Halloween Resurrection, according to Variety. Jamie made the comments during a panel at New York Comic Con on Saturday, October 8th, insisting she wanted Lori to die within the first 10 minutes because she couldn't live with the fact that Lori was responsible for an innocent person's death. It's believed Halloween Ends will be Lori's final outing in the franchise, and Jamie told the panel that uh, this is what she said, quote, endings are a bitch, but so is Lori Strode unquote, before going on to credit the film franchise with totally changing her life for the better. Jamie has previously admitted she had no plans to return to the franchise before 2018 Halloween, but was convinced to entertain the idea by her actor godson, Jay Gyllenhaal, and she ended up returning for three more movies. Halloween ends, lands in theaters, and on streaming service Peacock on October 14th. Megan Thee Stallion may need to hire a bunch of security in the future. The Houston hottie performance at San Diego's TwitchCon got uh, interrupted by a fan who suddenly hopped on stage. On Sunday, October 9th, a video circulating online saw a male fan breaking through security while the 27-year-old was performing. And at one point, the man who donned a black-and-white patterned shirt waved at the raptures before he grabbed her hand for a spin. TwitchCon had come to San Diego for 2022 and allowed players uh, able to meet streamers and take part in legendary uh, co-play contests, rival tournaments, meet and greets, rare loot panels, artist alley, and witness an epic musical performance. Megan is also scheduled to serve as both host and musical guest in the October 15th episode of Saturday Night Live. More recently, Megan teased that she's filming something Halloweeny and possibly Stranger Things related for Netflix. Uh, Megan will also headline night one of the LA3C Festival, a two-day event that will take place on December 10th and 11th at Los Angeles State Historic Park. Maluma will headline night two. Additionally, performers including K-pop star Seventeen, Snoop Dogg, Free Nationals, Geraldo Artis, Francesca, Mark Shea Diamond, and Chico Curlyhead. <laughs> wow. And Coolio's hit track, Gangster Paradise, has returned to the charts in the aftermath of his death. News of his loss since Chalkways around the world as many fans revisit the classic 1995 single, which made him a household name. It's now been revealed that the song has returned to the charts across the globe, with Billboard.com reportedly streams of the track have surged by 264% in the U.S. alone since Coolio's death. Gangster Paradise into the UK single chart on number 55, while it re-enters America's Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart and Hot Rap Song chart at number 16 and 11, respectively. Uh, it additionally charted in countries including Greece, Belgium, Lithuania, uh, uh, and Poland, among others. Coolio's song previously re-entered the U.K. chart back in 2009 after Coolio made an appearance in the reality TV show A Celebrity Big Brother. 
The news come after it was revealed that the star had been cremated and his ashes will reportedly be in cast in jewelry for his family. A death certificate obtained by TMZ states a farewell cremation ceremony for the late rapper, born artist Leon Ivey Jr., as already being held. A representative for the rapper told the outlet that the star loved ones, including his 10 children, will receive a pendant holding the star ashes, adding the rest of Coolio ashes will go into an urn once all the necklaces are distributed. Coolio passed away at the age of 59 and after he was found unresponsive at a friend's house in Los Angeles on September 28th. And uh, Willie Spence... The runner-up from season 19 of American Idol has died after sustaining injuries from a car accident in Tennessee. He was 23 years old. The Coffee County Sheriff's Office told local outlets that the accident occurred in Jasper outside Chattanooga. And based on the initial accident report, Tennessee Highway Patrol stated that a tractor trailer was stopped on the side of Interstate 24 East, and it appears Spence collided into the truck around 4 p.m. Eastern. There are no further details currently available regarding the crash. Hours prior, he posted a video singing a gospel song, uh, You Are My Hiding Place. That video has seen, since been flooded with condolences from music industry comrades, including Tricky Stewart, Avery Wilson, and American Idol alumni uh, Paris Bennett and Olivia Zimines. Earlier this month, he also participated in Beyonce Cuffit Dance Challenge with his nieces. Uh, Spence rose to prominence during his title of uh, his time on Idol with his soul sterling Steering a rendition of Georgia on my mind, a change is going to come and stand up. And though he ultimately lost to Chase uh, Beckham, Spence has released his own music, most recently a duet with Brianna Moore, and was gearing up for a performance overseas this November. Mm-mm-mm. Oh man, just just sad, you know, just sad. Only 23 years old. Um, it appears that Ashanti is not letting Irv Gotti's comments about their alleged past go without a reply. The 41-year-old singer appeared to address the DJ on the remix to Diddy and Bryson Tiller's Gotta Move On, which also featured young Miami of the City Girls. During his August 6th Drink Champ episode, the Murder, Inc. co-founder told co-host Noor and DJ EFN that Ashanti recorded her 2002 hit Happy after they had sex. The uh, the 52-year-old also spoke on their rumor romance in BET's Murder, Inc. story docuseries. The Internet judged Gotti heavily for hanging on to the supposed 20-year-old situation, namely... Uh, Fat Joe and the person who sat alongside the producer during the Drink Champs episode, Jaro. Seemingly, Ashanti had also has had enough and chose to address her rumor ex-lover on wax. Right now, we have 17 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to also take another music break. And we'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't you go anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that the hot, hot, let me snuggle up the top rope. 
Miseducation, rightfully so, is a regular topic of conversation in the music community. Many fans and publications consider the album one of the best of all time within hip-hop and music at large. In terms of her accolade, Miseducation earned Lauryn Hill 10 Grammy nominations in 1999, making her the first woman ever to be nominated that many times in one year. The Nothing Ever Matters artist ended up walking away with five awards, namely Best New Artist, Best R&B Song, Best Female R&B Vocal Performance, Best R&B Album, and Overall Album of the Year, making it the first hip-hop album ever to win the latter award. Blink 182 is ready to rock New Year, um, ready to rock New York, sorry, in a much anticipated reunion tour. Travis Barker, Tom DeLonge, and Mark Hoppus, uh, Hoppus are back together for the first time in seven years and will perform three concerts in and around New York City next May. Uh, that's what organizers had announced on Tuesday. The global tour included a May 19th concert at Madison Square Garden in Manhattan, a May 20th show at the UBS Arena in Elmont, New York, and a May 24th gig at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. The punk pop band, known for its hits such as All the Small Things and Adam's Song, is also set to release a new single titled Edging this Friday. Lead singer DeLonge left Blink-182 in 2015. Uh, Tuesday reunion tour announcement comes a little over a year after uh, Hoppus, the band's bassist and co-singer, shared he was cancer-free following a battle with the disease. The news also followed the drummer Barker's marriage to reality star Kourtney Kardashian earlier this year. Blink-182 uh, tour begins next March and runs through early to, uh, 2024 with stops scheduled throughout Latin America, Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. The North American leg of the tour includes concerts in Boston, Washington, Los Angeles, and San Diego, near where the band formed in 1992. Neighborhoods, the last band, last album featuring Delange, uh, Hoppus, and Barger, came out in 20, uh, 2011. Blink-182 released two albums after DeLonge's departure, including 2016 California, which earned the band its lone Grammy nomination. And it's the end of an era for The Voice. Blake Shelton will leave the NBC reality singing competition after the show's upcoming 23rd season. Uh, he announced this on Tuesday. Uh, the country singer has been a coach on each of the show's first 22 seasons. The Oklahoma-born Shelton met his wife, pop star, and fellow The Voice coach, Gwen Stefani, on the show, which he called a highlight of, the, of his tenure. NBC announced Tuesday that newcomer Chance the Rapper and now uh, Horan will join Shelton and The Voice veteran Kelly Clarkson as coaches for season 23. The first season of The Voice premiered in 2011 with Shelton, Adam Levine, Christina Aguilera, and CeeLo Green as coaches. Each season, the coaches work with vocal contestants who compete to win the show central singing tournament. Eight season has ended with one of Shelton's team members winning the show, and the 22nd season, which premiered last month, featured uh, Stefani, John Legend, and Camila Cabello as the coaches alongside Shelton. Shelton is an eight-time Grammy nominee, known for his songs such as God Gave Me You and Austin. Wow, talk about an end of an era. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, because he's kind of the last, the last 
uh, of the original uh, coaches, you know what I mean? So, um, wow, I can't believe it, you know. I'm trying to find out um, when the new season of Uncensored. Oh, yeah, it is going to be on TV One. So look up the channel TV One. It should be part of your local um, cable uh, station for the Garcelle Bouvet interview. And uh, just recently I just found out that, uh, get this, Nicki Minaj, she is... Oh, wow, get this. She, uh, Nicki Minaj, Little Baby, oh, no, I'm sorry. They, uh, no, uh, the, the, um, oh, okay, here's the story. Nicki Minaj is nominated for five MTV EMAs, including Biggest Fans. Uh, Nicki Minaj's successful 2022 campaign continues as the super freaky girl rapper has been nominated for five awards at the upcoming MTV European Music Awards. The Queen artist could potentially take home awards in the following category, Best Song for Super Freaky Girl, Best Video Super Freaky Girl, Best Artist, Best Hip Hop Artist, and Biggest Fans, the last of which her active fan base, popularly known as The Bars, will surely get a kick out of. The 39-year-old tied with Spanish pop star uh, Rosalia for the third most MTV EMA nomination this year, trailing Harry Styles for seven and Taylor Swift for six. These overseas nominations follow the Queen's artist's uh, memorable 2022 MTV VMA experience on August 28th, where she hosted the show alongside LL Cool J and Jack Harlow, took home the Best Hip Hop Video Award for Do We Have a Problem with Little Baby and the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award and performed a medley of some of her most classic records. And voting for all 19 categories begins on October 12th, which is today, via the MTV EMA website, and will continue until November 9th at 11.59 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. The November 13th award show held at the PSD Bank Dome in uh, Dusseldorf, Germany, will broadcast live in over 170 countries on MTV before being available to stream globally on Paramount Plus and Pluto TV on November 14th. So make sure, guys, you tune in on November 13th to see what other hardware Nicki Minaj will add to her already clutter mantle. Good for her. Congratulations, Nikki. Well, um, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. I want to apologize. I'm talking, you know, I just went to the dentist yesterday, actually. So I had to do a, a, a deep cleaning, and my mouth is kind of still numb from all the needles that they stuck in my gum. So I'm talking really funny and stumbling over my words. So I apologize for that. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, this will do it for me this week. You know, tune in next time. We do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Uh, Make sure you stay safe, and uh, I will talk to you next time. Make sure you take care of yourself. Take care. Bye.